Hello and welcome. I'm Regina, your host and mindset coach. This is the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss motherhood, mindset, money, and everything in between to equip first-generation changemakers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action. I am super ecstatic that you're here, and I'm hopeful that with an open mind, you'll leave with exactly what you came for. Let's go. hope your week is going well. I just hope you're feeling good. I hope that no matter what is happening to you, for you, with you this past week, that you're mindful. And if you haven't thought about it, I want to tell you, you're doing the shit that you want to do. We get so caught up in all of our goals and all of the things we want to do in life. And we can get very much down on ourselves because we don't see it. But remember, this is a journey. This is not a sprint. And those everyday things that you're doing, they lead up to those big, gigantic things you want to accomplish. And to just give yourself space, give yourself a hug, put your hand over your heart and just confirm to yourself, I am enough. I am working, I am doing, I am evolving. And just be mindful that nobody was fucking born with the know-how, with all the tools, with, as in we have the power within ourselves, but I feel like a lot of this journey is even identifying that, right? Like I'm in my thirties and I'm just now realizing some powerful things about myself, but they've always been there but I didn't realize it. Oftentimes when I'm talking to my patients, um, if you don't know, I'm a nurse. And so I take care of a lot of older folks. And every time we discuss life and what they've gotten out of it, especially my 80s and 90 year olds, you know, and I have a lot of them come in that are very healthy. Like as far as they're moving good, they're with sound mind, all of that. And um, no matter their health status, no matter what's going on when they have the mental ability to talk to me and we talk about their life and their experiences, they all talk about a couple of things. One that always comes up is, I wish I had gave myself more compassion. I wish I had have understood that it wasn't about the thing, like the big thing that they wanted. It was very much about the everyday experience of obtaining that thing, how we're showing up for ourselves, how we're showing up for the people we love. When we go to work, how are we showing up in service to others, whatever that may look like for you? The And what I get out of that is always the interpersonal experience of just being with people, talking to people. And this was really powerful for me when I decided to start really listening to what people are saying and really take this piece in because... I never grew up understanding, I did not grow up understanding the power of relationships. And my young adult, my 20s were all about myself. And I mean, I had a lot going on, so I'll give myself grace there, but I never really understood the power of building relationships and really just getting to know people for the benefit of getting to know them. Not like, oh, we work together, so we'll be friends here. And oh, like it was always transactional, right? Like we work together, let's pass the time, let's get to know each other. But it wasn't, I didn't realize until recently the importance of building really deep connections. And not that I had to have 20 deep friends, right? But just 
when you're in a space with a person, being fully present with that person, because that's the human experience. And so when I talk to my patients and they talk about this, they talk about having compassion for themselves throughout their years of reaching towards the goals that they've set for themselves. And they talk about the power of building relationships and really just getting to know people just for the essence of knowing them, not because of, oh, we work together or, oh, you could possibly give me something I need. Um, just this very transactional relationship type of thing that I know I had did so long just because I didn't know any better. And also let's talk about it. Like the fear of getting to know new people, um, the judgment of getting to know new people. I've built relationships with people that I never thought I would ever have two things in common with. Right. And the more I open myself up and I am vulnerable and I get to know someone just for the sake of that, the more I realize that no matter who you are, where you come from, how you grew up, what experiences that you've had, at the base of it all, we are the same. We may have different experiences, but they all kind of encompass the same lessons. We all have family drama. We all have mind drama for ourselves. And so when I talk to my patients and they talk about this, that's one thing that they bring up. They wish they had had more compassion. They had have built more authentic relationships and wasn't so focused on the transaction of relationships. They always talk about, they wish they had slowed down. They wish they had uh, had more downtime, whether it be alone with friends and family. A lot of them have worked their ass off in like all the time. And they don't remember times where they were really enjoying their company they may have went on vacations and things like that, but they talk about on those vacations, they weren't really present. They were thinking about the next thing or they were thinking about their kids who were acting up and that caused them a lot of mind drama. So I always hear them talk about the importance of just being and letting other people be and resting. Another thing that comes up that they talk about is they wish they had have taken more chances. Most people, when I'm talking to folks who are at the end of their life or, you know, 80s, 90s, you know, that prime time is over. They talk about how, yeah, they worked their ass off and they were always busy, quote unquote. But they had so many beautiful goals that they never really tried to reach. And when I asked them why, it always boils down to a few things. So I wanted to talk about that. I think the first thing that comes to mind when I'm talking to them is about the importance of being aware and conscious. A lot of them talked about going throughout their entire lives and not really understanding the power that they had on their thoughts. And I'm paraphrasing because even in conversation with, with them on this, these aren't the exact words they would use. They would just talk about how, well, no one taught me to make goals. I didn't know that I should be working towards something. My mama and my dad did X, Y, Z, so I did it. Or these are the people I was around and they were doing this and that worked for them. So that's what I was doing. Um, a lot of them talking about just being so busy that they never really took the time. And again, didn't know to take the time to assess and question, what do I want to do? Am I doing something that's serving me? Like, you know what I mean? Like they didn't even know, oh, we can question this. We can question that. And I think the further we get away from slavery and from 
these very, um, I don't know if you would call it conservative, religious. I hate to put those words on it because there are people that are religious that are very forward thinking and conservatives that are very forward thinking. So I'm not sure what word would define what I'm talking about, but I guess it would be of the stuck mindset, right? Like you have a growth mindset, stagnant mindset, like those people. I think as we get away from those thought processes, then I'm seeing it all the time where a lot of people are more open. They're, they they have more conversations around what we're talking about here. So thankfully, I think that this will change as all of us do the work to be aware of these things. And so then our children naturally are aware too. Now, for those that knew like they needed to create a goal or even just talking to me about when they did create goals and what that looked like, another thing that comes up often those conversations is the belief around being able to really attain that goal. A lot of them talk about dreams that they've always had, things they've always wanted to do, big and small, and they didn't because they lacked the belief that they actually could. Or there was a lot of judgment, you know, that I remember I talked to one man who wanted to be a baker his entire life. He loved to cook. But in his era, like women did the cooking, men did not. Women didn't become bakers. Right. And so that was just a dream of his that just laid dormant for all of his life. And he regretted it. I don't know if y'all hear the thunders, the thunders in the background. It's going to be a nice rainy day. But anyway, um, in women who one woman, she loved cars, not necessarily working on them, but she loved them. She loved to go to the auction shows and get nice. She wanted nice cars and to just, you know, how typically in our thought men do that's what she wanted and there are so many different stories like that wrapped around race like oh black people can't do that black people don't make that kind of money oh that that positions for white folks you know or whatever um vice versa and um things around so there's things there was things around the race there's things around finances like oh everybody in my family has been poor there's no way i can be rich some people just wanted to genuinely be rich and they never saw that and of course especially if they were of minority like they never even saw that on tv or whatever in their time frame right um many of them had really cool ideas that they just thought were stupid or no one would give them a time of day so all of this many examples of how most of us know what it is that lights us up that we want to do or at least try and a lot of my dying patients patients very close to the end of their life talk about those dreams that they have always had those wants that they've always had big and small those experiences they wanted to try the way they raised their children they wanted to be a little different than what they were taught even religion they wanted to kind of explore other religions um job descriptions they some of these people went to college for certain things but a few years in didn't really care for it anymore but they felt like well i already paid for the education i've already got it now you know disappointing their parents a lot of things around that um but it boiled down to like man not believing in what was put inside of them and there was um, bob proctor had said this he had got this quote from somewhere but Um, I'm paraphrasing when I say this, but that the saddest thing at most funerals, it was a guy who directed a lot of funerals. And the saddest thing at those funerals were 
the dreams that these people died with, not necessarily the death, the death of the person. It was more so like, wow, these people died. So many people died more often than not with such power inside themselves that we, us as a humanity, human, human race, that we, us as a human race will never get to experience. And so belief, having a plan, sticking with it, moving through it, and just believing that you can do something was a popular thread when talking to these patients. Lastly, and I think maybe the most important one that I've heard them talking about as to why they you know, had goals and did not move forward with them is our good friend, fear. <laughs> So when we talk about fear, you know, why don't they take chances or why didn't they take chances? And they talk about fear. They talk about, you know, fear of missing the mark of creating this goal and not meeting it, not accomplishing it or doing the wrong thing or getting stuck in this mind drama of, is it right for me? Should I do it? Should I be going down this path? Uh, putting themselves out there, having new experiences in itself can be fearful being judged by the people they know, the people around them. And depending on what it is you really want to do, you know, you might have many people judging you on social media and things like that, especially now. And of course, failing of trying the thing or trying to move forward and take chances with those goals or things they want to experience and it not working out. And I think that all of us, including myself, I can really understand and agree with all of these reasons they've come up and they continue to come up as I try my best to push forward and move through and just do what I said I was going to do and have the experience I said I wanted to have. And so I think that we all can say that we understand, like I get it. But I also want to talk a little bit about like, what is fear? And through my studies and learning and being coached myself, like fear is just an emotion. It's a vibration in our bodies. It doesn't feel good. But it's not going to kill any of us. It's just, let's just talk about fear itself. It's just an emotion, which is a vibration in your body that you feel. And it's been said that it's actually the same vibration as excitement. And the big difference, though, is what we make that vibration mean. What we tell our minds that feeling means. Mel Robbins explained this very well. I will find the video or maybe it was a podcast and I'll link it in the show notes for you to listen to. But she talks about this and she talks about the power of thought behind that vibration that we like to call fear. And in the moment that she's like going on stage or doing something new and she's feeling that fear, she literally just starts changing her thoughts around what she's feeling. So she's fearful. She's nervous. I'm so, so nervous. I don't want to go out there. She's like, I'm super excited. I'm pumped. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to go on stage and talk to these 500,000 people. And she's got the same feeling, but she's changing the thought that she has about that feeling. And the brain doesn't know any different. It knows what we tell it. So it doesn't realize that, oh, you really were just scared. And now it doesn't. And that's how powerful our, our words are and the thoughts that we have. And guess what? If you've been listening to this, then you know that we choose our thoughts. You can choose to think something different about your experience, about your feeling. And that was most powerful for me when I realized that like, wait, 
I have this thought about this circumstance, like something that's completely neutral, honestly. And I have a thought about it and that's creating the feeling I have. So when you go and you change the thoughts that you're having about the new thing, whether it's a presentation, whether it's going up to someone and speaking to someone new and just getting to know a stranger, whether it's trying something that you've wanted to do for so long, but you've been kind of afraid to put yourself out there, whatever it is, no, there is nothing too big or too small. If you just change the thought you have about it, it can help you push through that. And this can take some practice if you're used to allowing your brain to just give you thoughts and you just go with it. If you're living by default, instead of living with intention, this is kind of new because you realize, damn, I have a lot more power than I have been using, but it can still be done. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about like, what is fear? And actually we can change it. But also what's on the other side of that quote, fear, unquote. When we move through it, whether we change it to excitement, whether we move without act, without worrying about it anyway. Because when people say fearless, in my experience, there aren't too many scary things that I've done that I wasn't fearful. You know, like I get, I have not been able to turn fear completely off when I'm moving through something. But I have learned that it's just a feeling and that does not mean I cannot do this anyway. And so when I push through fear and I do it, What's on the other side of fear? And maybe focusing on that can help you push through and do the thing that you know you want to do for whatever reason. And on the other side of fear, when we think about it, we push through it, is things like accomplishing that goal. You set a goal and you actually met it. The feeling you get from that. The sense of pride that you have towards yourself. The trust that you're building with yourself. Because when we say we're going to do something and we do it, we create a whole different relationship with ourselves, especially if you're someone that your mind, your yourself is used to you saying you're going to do something and then not doing it. When our bodies and our minds are used to that, then that's the relationship we have with ourselves. So when you say you're going to do something, you're fearful, you push through and you do it anyway. And you, whether you win or lose, you do what you said you're going to do. You level up your relationship with yourself. You also evolve as a person because as you move through the uncomfortable situations, you move through that discomfort and you do what you said you're going to do, you have to become someone else, right? Like think of the big goals or even things in the past that you've done, you became someone else through that. When I applied for college, I was pregnant with my second child and I went to my interview well, I had the interview scheduled for nursing school and I was eight-ish months pregnant and I almost didn't go. I almost chose not to go to that school because in my mind, they're not going to accept me. I'm eight months pregnant. They're going to think I'm going to drop out anyway. Let me just go to this school over here and do this thing, which I didn't want to do. But I almost allowed myself to think that my circumstance was much bigger than my power. In order for me to apply and go to that college and go through that interview and sit there and complete this interview and push past those thoughts I had about how they would judge me, I had to become someone else. I had to evolve into something else because the person I was prior to doing that would not have taken that chance. So when you push through a fear, when you push through discomfort, when you level up, you 
literally are evolving into someone else. And I feel like that's the greatest part about this human experience is when we have problems and we overcome things and we create goals and we accomplish them, we move through and boom, we did that. Now it's time to level up more that the evolvement of who we are is one of the greatest outcomes of doing all of this. When we are intentional about what we're doing on a daily basis, when I'm thinking and I'm talking to these patients, I can feel the joy they have at the end of their life because of what they decided to push through in their prime. And if you're listening to this, it doesn't matter what age you are, you have the opportunity to do that. You're only just one thought away from it. You can turn this podcast off right now, write down what is it that you want to do? What impact do you want to have? What goals do you want to set and reap? And that is living intentionally. You're designing the life you want. And of course, thoughts will come, oh, I can't do that. I've never seen that done before. No one in my family. I don't have the resources. The how. The question of the how always comes up. Get into the research and the learning of our minds so that you know that that's normal. That doesn't mean you can't. Nothing has gone wrong. That is a very normal response of your mind. Well, I don't know how, so I can't. Scratch that. You don't need to worry about the how. All you need to do is decide, this is what I want for my life. And believe that. You make the decision, you decide it's the right decision, and you decide to believe that. And you keep that energy and everything will fall into place. And then emotions come up like fear, uncertainty, you're unsure, confusion, all of these things. And that's where coaching yourself through that, understanding that it's normal, getting a coach yourself, someone that can hold you accountable, someone that's going to question those stories and challenge the stories that you have accepted about yourself that aren't true. There's so many benefits to getting someone outside of yourself to help you through the process that your mind is going to try to take you through when you create goals for yourself and you have to move through discomfort. And as you're doing this work, if you realize that having a coach is something you may need or having a conversation with someone like to help you push through and getting coached through that, reach out to me, my friend. I'm here for you. I would love to have a conversation with you. Y'all be blessed. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom, friend, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most. I would love to hear what you think about the episode. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Who Achieve. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Take care.